Right, so we continue with this interesting limud of, uh, of the Yerushalmi on Ashkarim, and we're busy with Halachi Gimel, which is the third Mishnah on Daf Gimel Amud, Amud Beis, in our, in our version of the, uh, of the, of the printed Yerushalmi, of the, of the printed uh, Masechta. And we learn in that Mishnah that in the, for the collection of the Shkalim, there were different stages. We learned that on the first of Adar, they start, we start announcing it, and we read Parsha Shkalim, and people get ready. The Chamisha Asabo on the 15th of Adar, Shuchanot Hayu Yoshvin Bimdina, they used to put banking tables on the, uh, around the country, and people could go and change money to get their half shekels. Uh, on the 25th, they sat in the Beis HaMikdash. The Rambam says it means Yerushalayim. Once they sat in the Beis HaMikdash, we got to the 25th of Adar, they started taking security from people who hadn't yet paid. They started um, taking, what, what, what's a mashkan today? Collateral. They started taking collateral from the people who owed the shekel but hadn't yet paid it, but they took it very seriously. At Mima Mashkinan, who did you take collateral from? Levim, the Yisraelim, the Geirim, the Avodim, From Levim, Yisraelim, Geirim, people who had converted, and freed slaves. Avalonashim, the Avadim, Muktanim. But not from women, from full slaves, and not from Ktanim, uh, under 20 year olds, because they were not Chayev. Uh, and then the Mishnah says, They didn't take collateral from the Kohanim because of peace. Just, it was not a diplomatic thing to do, to take uh, the, the uh, Mashkin from the, from the Kohanim. On that, the Gemara says, uh, We learnt in the Mishnah, so the Gemara changes it a little bit and says, we learned in the, Gemara, in the Mishnah that you don't take a collateral from the Kohanim because of Derech HaKavod, because it's not honorable to do that. So the, uh, the, the Gemara changes the word. Is it, is it really a change? So you'll see the, um, the Rabbavadi Mibatanura, the Rav is the classical parish on the Mishnah. The Rav does for the Mishnah what Rashi does for the Gemara. He explains the text. And we've spoken about the Rav before, 15th century Italian, uh, comes to Israel, but takes a, few, a couple of years to get to Israel and visits many, many communities from Italy all the way down. He even spent a few months in Sicily. They wanted him to become the chief rabbi of Sicily. He gave some very important drashot there, which are the records of where he spoke about the things that weren't, in that, that that community wasn't taking seriously. Things of reporting people to the tax authorities unnecessarily, things like uh, Nido, was it, he picked the things that, the, that they were weak on and they responded and wanted him to stay there. But he didn't, he carried on his way to Yerushalayim, to Israel. He came to, um, to Cairo, and there there was the Nagid of Cairo who had been in Israel and had been hit by taxes badly by the authority, and they, he warned him. He said, don't go to, to Israel. It's gonna, the taxes are going to destroy you because the Rav was quite wealthy. The Rav didn't care about that. He went to Israel, he came to Yerushalayim, and he wrote a journal. You remember I mentioned he wrote a journal during these travels, which is a very important document about all these communities and these travels. That's how we know about it. This is all 15th century. Um, and he comes to Yerushalayim, 
uh, and find 70 families in Yerushalayim. That's all there was, and not a Sefer Torah, because they couldn't afford. There was such poverty that there were the, the entire Kehillah in Yerushalayim was 70 families, and no Sefer Torah. He gets, goes about starting the Kehillah, and he uses his income from his business in, in Italy to fund the Kehillah. And they're able to buy a Sefer Torah, to start a yeshiva, to start Bate Knesses, and the first old shul in the Jewish quarter in, in, in Yerushalayim, in the old city, he started at that time and, and built it up so that when the Jews were expelled from Spain and they came to Yerushalayim, there was already a Kehillah there for them. It was amazing. Another case of the Rufua before the Machah, before the Jews were expelled from Spain, Hashem already brought the Rav to Yerushalayim and he, and he built the Kehillah in Yerushalayim. Um, and, and he says on this Shalom, since the the Kohanim have to bring uh, the korbanot, we give them covered. So it's interesting. The Rabbi is, is saying, we'll see where it comes from. It's not because they're inherently kodosh and they're different from everybody else. They've got a holy job. So it seems that you've got to, when it comes to covered, it's not just to be mechabed, particular individuals, for who they are. Sometimes you've got to be mechabed somebody for what they do. You've got a physician, a person who's saving lives. You've got to be mechabed a physician who's saving lives. Does it mean he's a tzaddik? No, who knows? Who cares? That's not why, what it's about. It's because, what, because of what he does. It says the, the rab, because he brings korbonus. And we rely that they're good people. They're not going to not pay up. They'll pay. And even if they don't pay, Beisdin has the power to consider it paid through their work. They work for the Beis HaMikdash. They're bringing the Korbanot. What is the Chatsi Shekel used for? To buy the Korbanot. So they're buying the Korbanot with their labor, with their effort. And so Beisdin makes that condition. We, firstly, we assume they'll pay. And secondly, even if they won't pay, we'll consider them to have paid. And we certainly won't take uh, collateral from them because that's not Derech Kavod, and they bring Korbanot, and we've got to treat them with... That's a really important life principle, that you've got to honor people not only for who they are, but you've also got to honor people for what they do. Somebody's making a worthwhile contribution to society, they've got to be honored. Um, the Korban Ha'ida is the, um, one of the most important parishion that we have on, Yer- on the Yerushalmi. We don't have much on the Yerushalmi, but the Korban Ha'ida is important. Korban Edo is 18th century, and he was the Rov in Berlin. He was a very forward-thinking person. So firstly, he learned things and wrote on things that others didn't. He was an expert in the Mor Nevuchim of the Rambam, and he wrote on it. He devoted his life to clarifying the Yerushalmi, which must have been very difficult at that time because there was so little written on it. Um, and he was one of the first Rabbonim in, we- in the West to give droshes in the local language. He gave his drashot in German. So like, like we have the shir in English, even though we're in Israel, he was the, the Rav was one of the early ones who gave droshes in Yerushalayim in Ivrit. Uh, and it's interesting, the characters here, and the, and the Korban, the Korban Aida was one of the first Rabbonim who spoke in the, in the local language. And he says, You've got to explain the Mishnah that it doesn't mean Darke Shalom, it means Darke Kavod. So it's interesting, I spoke to you yesterday about Rabbi Yisrael Mishkelov and, and, and his parish, uh, which is the Taktin Chadatin, and he says, it seems, according to the Vilna Gon, that the Gemara is saying it shouldn't say Darkei Shalom. You've got to correct the mission. It means Darkei Kovod. 
But that's not what the Korban Ha'edus is. He says, When the Mishnah says, shalom, it means Why? Because they'd keep the Korbanus, the same as the Rav says. You don't want them to get into arguments. These are the people who from there they go into the Bezamikdash and they bring your Korban. You don't want him to go all feribled and angry and, and in a miserable state of mind. Leave them alone. We'll, fi- we'll figure out the Shkolim. Let them get on with their work. Isn't it interesting that we have here in this Korban Ha'edah a an intersection with a piece of Chofetz Chaim that we learned on Shabbos at Shalosh Yudas. When, when you're learning intersects, whether you're learning from Sfarim or you're learning from life, when you're learning intersects in a random sort of way, you know that Rebbein Hashem is bringing your attention to something. So we learned a Chofetz Chaim, that if you speak Lashon Horah about a Kohen, it's worse than anybody else because of the mitzvah of Vikidash Do. You've got to be Mekadosh Kohen. And exactly the same posuk the, the Korban Ha'edah brings here and says, so he learns differently from the Rav. It's not just because the Rav says because they bring korbanot. He says it's because of a kidashto. Um, and, and you don't have to worry about this. And Isur in them not bringing the, the shkolim because the Beisdin makes the tzaya, as the Rav said as well. But the important thing is that, that different from the Rav, so the korban says it's because dichtiv v'kidashto. Um, and this idea of, of a Kiddush Toh, and, and, and why, so we, I've been thinking and various people comment on why they ch- the Gemara is changing the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Darkei Shalom. Why does the Gemara say it's Darkei Kavod? And what is the difference? So if you look at this Gemara in, in, in Gitin, Daphne, and Tess, Amud Beis, where there's a discussion also about the Kiddush Toh, Lechol Dova Shebikidusha, Liftoach Rishon, Olavarech Rishon, Velitol Manayaf Rishon. The Mishnah there in Gitin gives a whole lot of cases of Darkei Shalom. Uh, included in there are questions of, of not treating Cheresh or Tibakatan right there. Are some, many cases where, strictly speaking, maybe you could get away with something, but Dark Sholem, because of peace, we don't do it. What do you mean, Dark Sholem? It's Doraisa, you can't do these things. So he answers and he says, Yeah, you're right, it's Doraisa, but also because of Dark Sholem. But look at the, what the Gemara says here. What do you mean because of Darkei Sholem? The entire Torah is because of Darkei Sholem. This is an unbelievable Gemara that one has to know. This should be written on all the Aaron Kodesh's and still instead of Dalif Neimishat Ha'omed or Shivita Hashem Menei Tamid, this should be, this piece of Gemara should be on the thing. Kol Kulo Nami Mipnei Darkei Sholem The entire Torah from beginning to end is for Darkei Sholem. Dichtiv, Derachea Da'echeinom V'cholna Tevatea Shalom. Chaim Shmuelevitz used to say, how do you know if you're thinking correctly, if you, if you have an innovation, if you're trying to do something in Torah? One of the ways you know whether you're right or wrong is, does it lead to Shalom or not? If your understanding of the Torah leads to Machlokis, you've understood the Torah wrong. Because the ways of the Torah lead to Shalom. It's not Torah if it doesn't lead to Shalom, says the Gemara. So our Gemara here says it can't be because of Darkei Shalom that you can't take the money from the coin because of Darkei Shalom. Everything's Darkei Shalom. And therefore, you've got to learn it. Darkei Kavod, there's a particular way to treat the Kohen. Rashi says, Kodesh here on the Posuk of Akidashto, Ki et lechem lokechu makriv kadosh yeh lach, ki kadosh ani Hashem mekadishchem. Since this Posuk has come to us in Chofetz Chaim learning on Shalashudas and Dafyomi learning here, here a couple of days later, we've got to notice it. This is the Posuk. And there are two statements in the Posuk. The first one is, You must be Mekadesh, the Kohen. He has Kedusha because he brings Korbanot. 
So here you see the idea of the bringing korbanot. So it's not just that Yishu's mind should be clear. That's a reason that is kadosh. Kadosh yelecha ki kadosh ani Hashem kadoshim. The next one is kadosh yelecha. And on that, the Vilna Gon says that v'hainu misefa dikra kadosh yelecha. The the din that we learn that you've got to treat a kohen specially doesn't come from the first part of the posuk. It comes from the second part of the posuk, as Rashi says on the Chumash. As it says, and Rashi says in Gitin, This is something new and different. It says the Vilna Gon, see the, 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 the posuk as two parts. The Kiddashto is the inherent Kedusha. A Kohen is born with Kedusha. But Kodesh Yelecho is how you have to treat him. So here you see an, an incredibly important idea that, that we have in this posuk that Hashem has brought our attention to. A thing can have Kedusha. A thing, if, if a thing doesn't have Kedusha, you can treat it however you want. It doesn't have Kedusha. But even if it has Kedusha, if you don't treat it with Kedusha, you won't feel the Kedusha. The Kiddush is the fact. That's the fact that Kohen has Kedusha. But Kodesh Yelecha, you've got to treat him with, with Kedusha. And what does that mean? That means that if Toach Rishon or Levarech Rishon, you've got to honor him in all sorts of different ways. Otherwise, you won't feel the Kedusha. Eretz Yisrael has Kedusha. But if you treat Eretz Yisrael like any other place, you won't feel the Kedusha. Yerushalayim has Kedusha, you won't feel it. A Bet Knesset has Kedusha, you won't feel it. You can't access the Kedusha if subjectively you're not treating it with Kedusha. To treat a holy thing with Kedusha is the method of being able to feel the Kedusha of the whole thing. So we're getting a lesson from the Vilna Gonia how to access Kedusha. It's not good enough to say it has Kedusha. The basic place has Kedusha. The Sefer Torah has Kedusha. But can you feel it? That depends on how you treat it. That's what we learn from this posuk. It's amazing. Says the Vilna Gon. Don't think, although the Gemara in, in Gitin learns from Vekidash Tor, says the Gro, it's not the Vekidash Tor, it's the end of the posuk. Kodesh, Kadosh Yelecha. And we see that in the Rambam in Hilchot Kleha Mikdash, where he brings them in two separate halachot. The first one is, Hakoalim Huvdulu Miklala Levim Lavodata Korbanot. The Koanim are set aside from the Levim to do Avoido. And you've got it's a mitzvah assay to separate the koanim and to prepare them for their work with the korbanot. That's vikidashto, that's the first part of the posse. You've got to set them aside and enable them to do their holy work. In Halochabez, the Tsarik Koladam Israel in Hogbaim Kavotarbe, Ulagdimotam Lokodavakishibikdusha, Liftoch Batorarishon, Ulavarech Lishon, Vigiton Manaya Ferishon. That's a separate halacha. Where does that come from? says the Vilnagon. That comes from Kodesh Yelacha. You must treat them with Kedusha. So that if you treat them with them with Kedusha, you'll be able to access that Kedusha. And that's why the Gemara here in the in Shikolim and the Yerushalmi changes the Mishnah always according to the um, According to Yisrael, Mishklov changes the Mishnah. According to the Korban Ha'ida and the Rav, is Mefarish the Mishnah. To go and treat the coin like everybody else and take a collateral from him like from everybody else blocks your capacity and the community's capacity to feel the Kedusha. You've got to treat them in a special way so that you can feel the specialness of their, of their mission and of their work.